Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Today, I'm happy to introduce you to Paul, the automotive engineer. So Paul is a guy, he's based in Detroit. He's moved around a lot for his job, but he's found a, a niche in Indianapolis to invest in. Uh, matter of fact, he has a closing this Friday, but uh, he is doing a lot of great stuff, awesome stuff, highly motivating um, for me because he's doing things that I can't do. So it's one of those things where, you know, when I interviewed Paul, he actually told me, he goes, there's some things I think I can help you out with. Uh, and I said, great, you know, I'm always looking for that. So this episode is the very first session I have with him other than the interview, which I don't air those, um, or, or produce those, but, um, he actually teaches me a lot. Uh, if anything, it was encouraging to hear what all he has going on and some things that I know I need to do. The biggest takeaway from today's episode is, is if you take anything else away from this is build those relationships, talk to whoever and ever, not whoever, talk to everybody about what you're doing in real estate investing. Even if you're getting started, you're never going to know which doors or how many doors this is going to open. Uh, and, and as Paul will, we'll find out here from Paul, he's about to close on a duplex, uh, with zero of his own money. Um, and he brought in a private equity guy, but he also, private equity mix, mixing up my terms there he brought in an equity guy but he also brought in a private lender so they're not using a bank they're paying cash for it they're going to rehab it uh and they're expected to close this friday so we'll check back in with him again when um uh, in a couple of weeks to see where they're at but he's pretty prepared to to be full rehab mode um after this friday so anyway uh, other thing to look out for, we get to talk about Facebook scam, which is how uh, Paul and I met. It was through social media, through Facebook, but we get into some scams and talking about some of the groups that he's involved in and how they've helped him out. Um, and then the third thing I want you to take away from that is <clears throat> being open to finding deals, right? So uh, Paul has primarily found deals through wholesalers that he's working with. And then I've primarily found deals through realtors that I'm working with. So he's, and, and neither one of us have really ever done the other side of it. So we can talk about that a little bit toward the end. But anyway, so that's it today. But introduce you to Paul. I'm happy to be talking to this guy. I'm, I know I'm going to learn a lot from him. And I just hope I can return the favor. So before we get into the actual episode, I do want to talk about, we talk about a little bit about Facebook groups and how there can be some scams going on out there. Just be very careful about that. And I realized talking to Paul this morning that I've never done an ad for our Facebook group. So if you're not familiar with it, if you didn't find us through that, we are uh, the Facebook group we have. It's a free group is real estate investing for the W2 employee. And you can get there by going to our uh, website, w2capitalist.com. Uh, there's a link on there. Or you can go directly to Facebook. It's facebook.com slash groups slash R-E-I-4, F-O-R, the W-2. I started that community about a year ago, and it's really taken off. Uh, we're adding over 100 members uh, a week, it seems like. Uh, without any paid advertising or anything like that. It's all been word of mouth, friends inviting friends. So it's a nice little community. And, and we, one of the things that Paul and I talk about during this episode is we don't let, allow ads in there. Really, it's just general conversation and genuine and authentic conversation from the members helping support one another and also encouraging and celebrating everybody's victories, but also giving advice when you, when uh, people need it. So I hope you'll find, I hope you'll join us over there. And I think if you do, you're going to find that it's a great little community to bounce ideas off of uh, your peers, right? So uh, facebook.com slash groups slash REI for the W2 is where you can find out more about that. But for now, let's get to work. You are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. 
Welcome to the W2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Good morning. I'm doing well, but yourself? I cannot complain. Never does me any good anyway. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? I had a, uh, I had a high school football coach. He'd always stop me. Well, the first time he stopped me in the hallway and says, Mr. Helms, how are you doing today? And I started to complain. And he got this glossy look <laughs> over his face. He goes, it's not going to help you. You know, and I'm like, hmm, okay. So from then on, it was, he joked with me. He goes, you know, how you doing? I was like, good. He goes, good. Cause if you complain, nobody's going to do gonna it help. About, except for you. And nobody wants to hear yep. it. You know, I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. One of those life lessons, yep. I guess. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but it's stuck with me for uh, a few decades now. So, or two, <laughs> yeah, almost three decades, uh, two decades. I forget how old I am. Anyway, what's been going on with you? Oh man. Busy, busy. It's, yeah. uh, yeah, yep. So we've uh I'm actually getting ready to close on a duplex this Friday. Yeah, congrats. So, and I'm getting ready to close on a duplex this Friday with none of my own money. Even better. All uh, right. So yeah. so how did cuz we talked when was the last time we talked uh a few weeks ago, right? Mhm. You um you had closed on a duplex in February my notes serve me correctly. Uh, and that was it, right? You were connected to Aria in Detroit, but you didn't have, yep. did you have anything in the pipeline? Did I make note of that or what was, uh, so, no. how was about? so, um, uh, I closed one on February. I'm, they're all starting to gloss together. I think I'm going to put together a spreadsheet or something to, to track everything, <laughs> but, uh, it's a good feeling to have, isn't it? I want to, yeah, I want to say that in, in February, I closed on a duplex in March, there was a single family and then I skipped April and then in May I closed on a duplex. Okay. And then here in June, I'll close on a duplex and you know, I, none of it was planned out. Right. Uh, I mean, I've been, you know, on bigger pockets, they talk about, uh, Brandon Turner's funnel, right? The funnel. And so I've been working on, you know, getting stuff, you know, into that funnel. And so things just seem to pop out, right? I didn't start out thinking that, Oh, I'll be able to close, you know, almost every month. But, um, you know, I've been curating or, you know, building this relationship with this private lender and some partners and, uh, it just worked out. This deal came on, uh, and, um, the private lender was ready and the partners were ready and we just pulled the trigger and, and, uh, so it's, it's pretty exciting to be able to close on a property without any of your own money in the deal. Now, obviously there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if I'll call it sweat equity, but knowledge equity, right. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of hustle on my side to find the deal. You know, I've already got, you know, insurance lined up and I've got a contractor lined up and, you know, a property manager lined up and all of these things that have to go into getting it rent ready at some point in the near future. So, um, but, you know, not having any of my own money is, is kind of exciting. Yeah. So, um, it was it an off market deal or was it on the MLS? Yeah. It was off market. Yeah. I don't, I haven't bought anything off the MLS. Um, when I first got started, like I think most people get started, they go on the MLS and they start searching around, they start running the numbers. I know on Brandon Turner's, you know, his, uh, his, some of the first webinars more, more than a year ago, almost two years ago, I, I went on to his webinars and he would just go to realtor.com and start, you know, analyzing deals. And of course, you know, he would do the analysis and it wasn't good. Right. Right. Um, and so, <laughs> That was one of the first funnels that I, I wanted to get started with was where am I going to find these deals? I got to, I got to, you know, set something up where I can find these deals and, and get them consistently. And, uh, and so I can't even explain how I, how I did it, but 
I started looking for wholesalers in the market that, that I was interested in. And I just didn't stop, right? I'm constantly, uh, you, you, you know, on Facebook, I don't know if I've seen any in your Facebook group, but people go, wholesalers go on there and say, hey, you know, cash buyers, drop your email. Yep. Dude, I drop my email on all of that stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And then once you do that enough in those markets that you're interested in, the wholesalers go on there and they search email or, you know, and so then they go and po start poaching emails from emails that other wholesalers have oh, yeah. yeah. And so it, it just starts <laughs> building and building. And so now I get probably 10 or 15 deals in my email every week. Mm. And maybe two or three aren't bad deals, right? Yeah. And every once in a while, I'll get a monster deal that I'm like, I got to pull the trigger. And uh, and so then I got to the point I was at, you know, in this Riyadh group, and I was like, okay, now I've got a problem. I've got more deals than I got capital, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm watching I'm watching these deals go by. I was like, oh, oh no, you know, and I. I had to, you know, walk away from a number of deals that I just didn't have the capital. And, uh, and so then like, I would say past, past six months, my real like go getter, the new funnel that I've been trying to fill and get going is private money. Um, you know, I've got a hard money lender and I've closed numerous times with hard money. Um, so, you know, I don't mind doing that, uh, to get a good a deal done, especially if it's a good deal. It's, it's no big deal to, to do that, right? It's yeah. expensive and it eats away at some of your ROI. But, you know, if the deal, some of these deals are like 150% cash on cash ROI, it's like, okay, I'll do hard money and I'll only make 80%. Right? Yeah. I mean, okay, that. you know, yeah. yeah, exactly, right? So um, I've done a number with hard money, um, but I kept on thinking to myself, uh, I got to get these, these, you know, get partners lined up, get private money lined up, you know, some of these alternate uh, ways of funding deals. And uh, so finally that, that funnel that I've been working on for the past six months, it finally paid off in this deal that I'm getting ready to close on Friday. You mean it didn't happen week one after you signed up? No, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's one thing. And I think that's anything in life. Honestly, yeah. people get so excited about, uh, you know, something, my wife's brother, he came to stay with us, you know, he's, I think he's 21 and, you know, there's something about this, this immediate gratification, oh, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, I'm going to be in real estate and I'm going to be rich in a year or six months. And it's like, no, you know, you got to work at it. You got to, yeah. you know, you know, wax on wax off type of thing. And it takes a long time. And, even you listen to these podcasts and, you know, it, they do not, that's one thing that doesn't come out in any of the podcasts is how much hustle, how much patience, how many hoops you got to jump through. Yeah. You know, it just, it is a hustle that you got to keep after, you know. It is. It is. So, and uh, you're right about that. And you, you definitely got to earn it. Uh, or at least in my experience, that has been the case, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple, a couple of things. I agree with you on realtor.com. Although that is still, if I've got any kind of downtime because the app is on my phone, I will go there just to see what's going on. I did last week, I uh, found a deal on there. Now it was not in uh, my, uh, my typical market, right? It's in a market yeah. that I don't know yeah. a lot about. And I, I say it's a deal with an asterisk because I don't know the market. I don't know that just yet, but I'm it was yeah. uh, good enough for me to explore further, right? So, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I maybe I need to clarify that once I've figured out if that's the case. <laughs> but in our in my local market, which is extremely hot um, here in Pensacola, it's uh, that is definitely the case. The other thing about uh, ads in the Facebook group about people, I don't I don't allow that. There's enough of that in other groups, and it just oh yeah, it is, yeah. um that's not what we're about right on that. But there's yeah. a lot of people that still try. There's a lot of people that try and there's probably a few that get through, you know, I've got a couple of different moderators and um, we're all usually singing from the same sheet of music, but we try to keep that any type of ad or self self promotion uh, unless it's for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you we know what? Don't allow it. So you know what drives me, uh, what drives me absolutely crazy. And my wife laughed at me because, um, 
I've gotten several threatening Facebook messengers from people. Um, in these different groups, there'll be these scammers. They'll go mm-hmm. in pretending to be private lenders. They'll claim that they can do a million dollars with a three-day close at 5% interest, unsecured. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, all you have to do is WhatsApp them. And I was like, come on, guys. They're, you yeah. know, they're, they're using the same scam. They're using the same language. And so I'm in probably 10 or 15 different Facebook groups, uh, Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. And I'm not a moderator. I don't want to be a moderator. But I go in there and I comment on the list, scam. Right. And then I'll just report it to the (laughs) moderators. And these guys, they, some of them get really upset. Yeah. They they get really upset. One of them, one of them just recently sent me a Facebook message that told me that if I ever did that again, that he'd get me arrested. (laughs) And I told him, I showed it to my wife. She's like, man, you better hope none of these guys ever find you because I'm going to be really mad if this ever comes back. And I was like, you know, for, for some of these groups, there are, newbies yeah i said think about your brother your brother wants to get real estate he joins this group oh my gosh i can you know i can work with this guy just send him you know send him 150 dollars or 250 dollars and then it's gone yeah and it's just like you know this is a public service you know yeah Uh, Yeah. so i I I agree with that we i try to nip that in the bud because there um yeah we recently changed the way that we do that Hey everybody, so I want to take a break from the action real quick to introduce you to one of the new affiliates of the show, Everly Well. You can find out more about them at w2capless.com slash affiliates, and that is with an S on the end of affiliates. But Everly Well has 25 plus uh, or so home health test systems, and the way I was introduced to them was through uh, their food sensitivity test. So uh, this is not a food allergy test, but a food sensitivity test, which I understand it's the way that your gastro system processes certain foods and how it reacts to that. So for about the last five years, I've been battling acid reflux, GERD. I've got a second opinion from a general physician. I've got a third from a gastro specialist, which included an upper endoscopy, which if you've had one of those before, you know what kind of a fun process that is. But, um, and they all agreed, Hey, you've got GERD, you've got acid reflux, let's subscribe you to this, uh, medicine, but the medicine didn't always work. So I knew something else was up. Well, through the grace of technology and Google, I was uh, stumbled upon, um, Everly well and their home health food sensitivity test. Uh, it takes them about five weeks to process the test once you get, get it back to them. But what that showed me or revealed to me that I actually have a gluten food sensitivity. And since discovering this, I've done a really good job of transforming my diet and being in gluten uh, aware. Uh, I still feel weird asking for, hey, is this a gluten-free or do you have gluten-free uh, items on your menu when we go out to eat? But what I can tell you is that after about a month of, of watching my diet and staying away from this food sensitivity that I now discovered I have through Everly Well, I'm no longer taking or need to take my acid reflux medicine. And I'm also sleeping better at night, which my wife is going to joke that, is there any way possible I could sleep better at night? But yes. And being a W2 capitalist, you want to get that full seven to eight hours of sleep at night so you can feel refreshed and ready to go to not only tackle your investment activities, but also to be great at your W2. So check them out. Check out Everly Well and all of our affiliates at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates. Now let's get back to it. Because there was a guy, he looked legitimate, right? He had a legitimate profile picture. And when he posted in it, um, he actually posted a picture of, I'm going to say a driver's license, but it had his picture on it. Right. And, um, but somebody that was in the group pointed out to me and said, Hey, you know, I've actually had some conversation or chat with this guy and it's a scam, you know, kick him out, whatever. And I did. And then from then on, we changed our, um, joining criteria. So the group really blew up, but now we've kind of really fine tuned and and said, okay, um, they've had to have a Facebook profile because when somebody joins a group like that, it'll tell you how long they've been on Facebook. And our minimum is a few years. 
right? So they've got to have yeah. a few year profiles, got to be a few years old. And then they've got to answer some questions. Usually those guys aren't going to take the time to answer the questions, but there's several criteria that we use to kind of vet and keep that out. And, and, you know, there's, there's, um, there's a couple of guys in there, the offenders that will post their own stuff or try to create ads and we'll yeah. once or twice. Hey, but you know, don't do that. Make sure you're reading the rules. And then after that, they're gone. Right. So yep. try to keep it clean and try to keep the, the, the biggest point is to keep people protected as much as we can, even though it's not necessarily yeah. our responsibility, but, um, don't want to get the group to have a bad rap. But anyway, um, right. So let's talk about the deal. I'm curious to see how, um, so you found it through a wholesaler, but then you partnered with somebody. Is this somebody you've known for a while? Is this somebody you met with Aria? How did y'all structure the deal? And then where's the private money coming yeah. to the conversation? So um, I, I bought a, a class. It's not that, uh, I don't even remember what the name of the class was, but it was like a webinar type deal on private lending, right? And so I just came up with my own terms. A, a lot of what I've done, and I'm sure you hear this from other people, is just duplicate success, right? And so, you know, um, 10%. Earn, invest, repeat, the, baby. The, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> duplicate the success. So um, I, I give them a point uh, of or, origination or whatever. 10% um, interest only. Um, the, I usually do a 12-month balloon. So after 12 months, it's got to be paid off no matter what. Um, but I'm my plan is uh, to always cash them out around seven months because to do a cash out refi, you've got to have seasoning uh, to do a market appraisal. And so, you know, if I apply right on the sixth month, it's about 30 days, sometimes 45 days to close, uh, depending on your lender, how fast that they can do that. Right. And, uh, and so, um, that's the way I usually structure it. Um, and the way I started doing this was, you know, I started, I don't know if you've ever seen the bullseye, right? They, you know, talk about private money. The first place to start is the people that are closest to you, yep. you know, friends and family Your circle started, right? started with, yep. Started with them. Um, and so my mom actually did one of my deals, uh, that I closed on, I think it was in March. Um, and then you kind of start to, to go farther, farther out talking. I, I drove down to Indianapolis. I know a lot of executives in Indianapolis, uh, that I used to work with cause I grew up down in there and, um, just did a lot of networking, right? A lot of networking. Um, but I'm in this Facebook group, uh, for it's called replace your mortgage. Um, and, uh, it's actually how I got started in real estate, uh, because, uh, I was living in Georgia and, um, I'm going to go off into a tangent, but anyway, I'm in this Sorry. Facebook group <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I'll tell that story another time. But, uh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm in this group that, that teaches you how to do a first lien HELOC. And so when you get into this group, all these people are with first lien HELOCs and they're, they have a free and clear primary mortgage. And so what they're doing is they're taking all that equity and they're going and buying real estate, right? So that's how I got started. Um, but anyway, there's all these people wanting to look into how do I get into real estate? Hey, I've got all this money, blah, blah, blah. So I've been in that group for probably more than a year now. And I've networked with different people. And I've gotten a lot farther in real estate than a lot of the people that are in there, right? I'm, like I said, I'm, once I get a hold of something, I, I run with it. Yeah. Um, and so I've gone back and just offered to coach and teach, you know, some of the different strategies that I've used by real estate other than HELOCs that people use. Um, and so uh, one of the people that were in there, um, you know, she said, hey, I've got this, you know, uh, I think she said it was a Roth IRA and it's just been sitting. I don't even know what I'm making on it. And, you know, it's just been sitting with Fidelity forever. And, you know, I don't know what to do with it. You know, I don't think I'm really making much money out of it. And what do you think about that? And I said, well, you should think about doing a Roth or a self-directed IRA. And she said, oh, yeah. And I said, you know, if you invest with a private lender, you could probably make a lot more than whatever you're making. And so, you know, one thing led to another. And all along the way, she and I are also talking about um, investing in real estate with her HELOC, 
right, and some of her other funds that she's got. Um, I've got a my my rehab guy in Indianapolis. He also runs the turnkey business, and that's actually how I got hooked up with him. Gotcha. And you know, he's having trouble finding uh, inventory to to put into his turnkey, and so he's been doing rehabs for me on the side. Um, and so I I you know uh, referred her over there, and I've been coaching her through that process. And, you know. How do I look, you know, run a deal? How do I run the numbers, you know, uh, insurance and all these different things. And so finally she's like, well, you know, I really want to do something with this self-directed IRA. What do you think about that? I said, yeah, that's great. You know, um, I'll help you through it. Um, I've got a few other lenders that do self-directed IRAs. I've got, you know, two or three self-directed IRA companies that, um, you know, I have partners that use them. You know, and it's been a good experience. They're not killing them with fees and stuff like that. And uh, so I, you know, I gave her, I think, three of them. And she interviewed all of them. And she picked one. And uh, so, you know, that's how we ended up doing the deal is, um, you know, one thing led to another. And, and uh, but, you know, like I said, that's been like a six-month process, right? You yeah, know? yeah. And I didn't really have, you know, when I met her, I didn't have any plans of, of lending from her. I just wanted to help her. Yeah. Right. I just wanted to, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. And having that knowledge, you know, you're adding value to her, but you know, only thing I'd hope yeah. she'd look at is what she was getting for her out with a Roth. Uh, yeah. I can guarantee, I almost guarantee just blindly guarantee it's not going to be anywhere near <laughs> what she's going to get for. Um, well, this is, uh, yeah. So investing in real estate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fidelity tried to keep her and they said, Oh, over the past seven years, you've made 54%. Mm. And she's oh. like, that's really great, right? 54% in seven years. That's unheard like, of. Yeah, you should do the math on that, right? Yeah. And so I think she worked it out and, and went back and looked at it, you know, because they give you statements and stuff like that. She was making like six and a half per year. Mm. So I don't know. I, I mean, I... You know, I don't Which know. It's not bad for a for an IRA. Of course, the stock market has been yeah. doing a lot of great things in the last yeah. few years. You know, it'd be interesting to see where she was, and it's all cyclical, right? But yeah, it's it's moving the market yeah. where, where it can make the most. So, how did you yeah. partner? So, is she she's your partner, but she's also your private money. So she's not the partner; she's okay. just the private money. So I she's carrying the note. Uh, just as if I would have done a hard money lender, she's carrying the note. It's just a hell of a lot cheaper, right? Yeah. Um, and did so, you amortize it over thirty years for that ten percent, or how did y'all how did y'all work out for that? No, it's it's uh, it's ten percent uh, annually uh, with interest only payments monthly. Okay. Okay. So she's lending sixty three five and and uh, you know ten percent per month, so it ends up being like five hundred twenty five per month, right? Yeah. And yeah. so at the end of the deal, she she with with the point that I pay, uh, it ends up being like five grand or something. She, I think she makes a little over eleven percent on the whole deal, right? Nice. After I cash out and everything, yeah. Nice. Um, so the partners on this, and I I uh, I've been also working on this. Um, I initially um, I had known them for a long time, um, and I had approached them about the you know that was the kind of the one circle out. Um, people that I know, uh, business yep. owners that I know, and a uh, gentleman down in uh, uh, Atlanta that uh, he and I had worked pretty closely together uh, when I lived down in uh, Atlanta, and um, he had come up, he's also a supplier for the company I work for here in, in Michigan, and um, he had come up periodically just to meet with me, right? You know, he's in town, hey, you yep. know, in the automotive industry, there's a lot of that. And uh, he had told me a story because I tell everybody now, everywhere I go, I tell them that I'm in real estate, right? It Best thing to do, very, man. Very well. Best thing to yeah. do. <laughs> and so he tells me about this story of buying some condo in northern Atlanta. If you're familiar with Atlanta, yeah. it's very expensive on the north side. And um, he bought it for 300000 and he got a rent, a professional renter, his first renter into there. And it took them, I, I want to say, three or six months to get them out. 
And just for clarity, professional renter, you mean somebody who moves in, may pay the deposit or figure out how to negotiate it, pays the yep. first month's rent, and that's all they pay, right? They get a, they get a exactly. place to live, and they figured out the system to where they're going to have somewhere to live for a few months. Yeah. Uh, and they even so. knew they knew all the laws. They knew, you know, yeah. they, he said that they, he, he felt like they were one step ahead of him the whole time, right? Well, um, so that's exactly they were, what happened. Yeah. And and professional yep. renter is not a uh, good title to have. <laughs> no. And if if no. uh, you know if if they really were, and it sounds like they were, you know they've been through that process probably more than once, and they figured yep. it out. Was he managing it himself? He was managing it himself. Yep. 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 <laughs> so I, I can't express enough to to professionally property manage. But anyway. Um, yeah. So, so you, anyway, he got into this. He had bought it for yeah. three hundred. His first tenant got in it. He was managing it himself. It was a professional renter, and it took him forever to get him yeah. out. And so he, you know, when you do run the numbers, number one, it won the good deal before he even got a renter, right? Yeah. You bought it for three hundred thousand. The numbers just aren't going to work, right? Um, and so then the renter eat away to that. He just they destroyed the place. So he ended up having to put twenty grand rehab into it to get it red, ready again. And so he was just telling me this whole story. He's like, I'm, I'm not in real estate. I'm not, I'm not no real estate. I did it once and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I said, well, I said, you know, I've had pretty good luck. I said, yeah. you, gotta, you know, you make your money when you, when you close, right? The, you gotta, you it's got to yeah. be a good, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and so he and I have been going back and forth talking about this. And initially, he was on board with being a private lender. Okay, you know, I, I don't want to be involved. I just want to return on my money, blah, blah, blah. And so then I started sending him deals. Hey, here's a deal. Here's a deal. What do you think? Here's a deal. And he's like, you know, I'd really like to have a little equity, right? I'd really like to, you know, have a piece of this. You know, he owns, runs his own business, pays a lot of tax. And he's like, I'd really like to have, you know, some offset tax-wise. Yeah. I said, okay, well, why don't we partner on some deal, right? I'll give you a piece of the equity. You fund the deal, you know, win-win. And so he's like, yeah, let's do that. So then I started sending him deals, sending him deals. So we finally, we set up, um, you know, a partnership LLC, you know, nice. uh, anonymous LLC. And uh, so he's actually the one that's doing this deal with me. Um, he's funding a good chunk of the rehab and some of the, well, no, just, just the rehab actually, because the private lenders, uh, uh, fund financing the uh, the purchase plus some amount of the rehab, um, and so no. he's he's. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, so those those are the two, you know. But he's bringing in you know the last half of the rehab and um, you know financing the closing and some of the expenses, and so I don't really have any money in the deal, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Is he, uh, is your, so is your partner, your equity partner, is he the one responsible for the note as well? Or did y'all just put the property up as the collateral, so to speak? Yeah. So I'm securing the note. You're myself. securing it. Okay. Uh, so that's so you do have, the deal is, yeah, you do, do have some skin yeah. in the game there. That's, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And that's actually, you know, it took some time for me to kind of explain that because he's like, well, I'm putting the money into this what are you doing? Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, I found this deal. Right. And that's not, I easy. found it. And then and I brought the lender. I brought a private lender. That's not easy. Right. And not. then, you know, I've got, <laughs> matter of fact, I suck at that. I've never been able to do a deal. <laughs> I'm approaching it wrong. I, you know, I want to make this comment before we run out of time, but uh, this morning, and, and you said this when, we, when I interviewed you is like, I think I got some stuff that can help you out. And I was like, okay, yeah. let's see. This morning, you have been educating me on a lot of things, it, it, even if it's just one of yeah. those, you know, kicking the butts that I need from time to time. So I'm just, just like yeah. everybody else, man. I, I got a, um, I, you know, I asked uh, uh, my boss yesterday if he had a mentor or a coach outside of work. Um, I've never really had one, right? And, um, but I need one. I, I definitely need one. But anyway, uh, yep. this show is about you, not me, but this morning's been a little bit different. <laughs> Good. Well, I told you that's the way it was going to go, right? Yeah, you so, did. You um, did. Yeah. But uh, so um, I don't know where I was at, but the uh, um, getting, I, I've got a contractor that I trust 
He's already done one rehab for me. You know, he's a yeah. great boots on the ground guy. I've thrown him 50 bucks just to go look at a property for me. And he's like over there to look at it. So it's yeah. like, you know, there, that is, especially if you're investing out of state, right? Um, I, I live five hours away from Indianapolis. So none of my rentals are that close. And I need, I have to have a boots on the ground people that I trust. This guy's in Atlanta. And I said, you never would have been able to do this yeah. in Indianapolis. You know, that's 12 hours from Indy, right? Yeah. So I my said, car. Yeah. and then <laughs> by car. Yeah. And so I said, you know, um, the, uh, having a, a contractor on, you know, the boots on the ground, the deal, you know, finding the deal, getting it closed. I've got insurance. I've got property management. I've got all these things. And then I'm personally securing the note. So if this goes south, yeah, it's going to trash my credit, right? Now it's yeah. not going to go south because, you know, I, I'm obsessive about, you know, due diligence and, and making sure the numbers work. About the numbers, yeah. So you, you yeah, have exactly. skin in the game and, and so does he, right? Um, yeah. How did y'all start? Is it a 50-50 partnership? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a 50-50. Okay. Yeah, yep, yep. So he brings the money. Um, I'll finance. You know, I'll finance up front with a hard money lender, a private lender, and then I'll actually carry the note when we do a cash out refi. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run out of shit to be able to do that. Yeah. Right? So we're going to get creative down the way. But um, for now, Using I'm carrying the note. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what's your, yeah. what's your exit strategy between now and that 12 months that comes up? Are you guys looking to flip this thing? Are you looking to uh, hold on to it long-term? Yeah, it's a buy and hold, buy and hold okay. with cash out refi. Yeah. So we're, and if my numbers work out, we're going to only leave about four grand in the deal. Nice. So, you know, we're buying it for, for 38. We're going to rehab it for around 60. We're going to be all in for 90 something. And then we'll do a cash out refi for 97. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, there's closing costs and, you know, right. private money lending costs all along the way. Um, and so, you know, when all said and done, we'll only have four grand in the deal. And then it's going to rent 800 aside. So, you know, nice. 1600 a month off of a four grand investment. Yeah. Right. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, first thing I'm sitting here thinking, did you say a duplex for 38 grand is your purchase price? Yep. yep. And it's, it's in, in yep. Indianapolis, right? Indianapolis. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, and get this, get this. Yeah. Actually, I wish I, I had the sheet here with me. I should have next time we talk, I'll, I'll have, I've got a portfolio that I take everywhere I go. It's in my nice. car right now, but, um, <laughs> you know, I've got that sheet printed out. I want to say the taxes, are like 1200 a year. Okay. So that's one thing, you know, I know in some of your podcasts, you talked about one invest in, in Detroit and Detroit, you could probably have good taxes because, you know, the basis is, you know, fairly low. The, the yeah. places down there. But um, the surrounding areas, uh, my, my wife runs Airbnbs um, and, you know, we don't own any of them. We rent them. But when we look at these and say, oh, could we own this? No, the taxes no. are astronomical, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it's it's unbelievable. You know, an, you take an apple in Detroit or the Detroit Metro, and you take an apple in, you know, in three bed, one bath, thousand square foot, you know, right. ranch, whatever, and you put it in Indianapolis, the taxes are like thousands of dollars a year cheaper in Indianapolis. Um, and so the taxes alone make the deal, right? Yeah. Now, is your is your tax basis off of that thirty eight hundred? And did you adjust for an, um, an increase, uh, valuation on your numbers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they've not, you I, can always appeal own, that and kind of battle it, you know, and, uh, yeah. sometimes that works in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't, but I always, uh, try to alter, not try. I always, when I'm evaluating a deal, Adam. analyze it as, okay, I think this property is going to be worth this when I'm done with it. And I'm going to be yeah. expected to pay this amount of tax. So, um, yeah, surprisingly, there's so much investment going on in Indianapolis. Um, they've not been good about adjusting those. So, and I don't know, I don't know enough about what triggers that. Yeah. Uh, in that area, 
I know in Michigan, because uh, I'm fairly networked in the real estate scene here in Michigan, when you buy that guy, that triggers a, a, a tax basis, uh, you know, but Indianapolis, Which makes I, sense I now have, if you think about it, it makes complete it sense. That's the way it should be, but yeah. you're right. It doesn't necessarily always happen that way. And I don't, I don't necessarily understand right. that, but on none of my properties, <laughs> I, I, you know, this will be my fifth property. Um, so on the other four properties, I've not seen any adjustment in taxes. And one of them was my first deal that I did last year and it, $800 a year and yeah. they're not adjusting it. And I did a cash out refi on that in February and they've not adjusted it. And it, it evaluated triple what I bought it for. Right. So I don't know, know if there's a way they could track cash out refis. I don't want to give the government any other ideas to <laughs> yeah, take more right. of our money, right. but I, I don't think they can yeah. track cash out refis, but purchases, you know, there's a title on the, there's paperwork they require. It, it's almost like, yep. Yep. You guys are idiots. Anyway, I don't get me yeah. off on that tangent, yep. but man, we, <laughs> we are running up on time and you have educated yep. me this morning, but what, what can I do for you? You got any questions for me? I don't have any questions for you. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I want to eventually get to and, and learn from you is I've got this great funnel of deals. Most of them are single family, and I, every once in a while, I get a really good duplex in that yeah. funnel. But I'm having a hard time getting a funnel started for large market multifamilies and apartment complexes. Yeah. And, you know, I've poked around on, um, on what is it, LoopNet. I've poked around on... Uh, Where deals go to die, is that what the saying is? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> In fact, I, I, I'm so, so frustrated because just yesterday I was, I went back to LoopNet again and all these great multifamilies, like there's this fourplex that I, oh my God, I was like, I would love this fourplex. It's in such great shape and the numbers are just killer. And then, you know, it says it's available. So I reach out, I've got the money, I'm ready yeah. to go. I've got my <laughs> private letters lined up and the agent that had posted it, yeah, it's gone. It's been gone for four months. Like, update your listing, Dude. bro. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> You're wasting my time. So that's, you know, if, if you have some ideas on, you know, where you're finding your, because I, I've heard you talk about having a five plex or an eight plex and some of these deals where you're finding these properties. Um, you know, I'm also thinking that I'm going to probably need to start expanding outside of Indianapolis. Um, yeah. I have not found that fourplex that I got so excited about was the only one that I've really found. Um, and I really want to kind of, you know, now that I've got some private money and some partners and, you know, I think I can start doing some bigger deals and I yeah. want to do bigger deals with more doors so that I'm not doing one closing per door. It, you know, yeah. it's going to get yeah. tedious. It, it'll be a, it'll be a while before I do another single family. I think. Um, now I don't, I may have an itch tomorrow that I have to scratch, but, um, I, you know, it's, it's always from here on, it's going to try to, uh, one of the other guys that I'm mentoring, and this is where he mentored me is that he was like, you know, I, uh, it was Bryce, uh, he's a gold mining yep. mechanic. You know, he, he said, yeah. um, I heard you're supposed to double your doors every time you trade up essentially. Right. So that has stuck yep. in my head and that is what I'm trying to do. But to, to answer your question, you know, I'm, our market's very similar uh, and our markets are very similar in that deals are becoming extremely hard to find. Um, I'm actually under the 1031 exchange clock right now. And my realtor network, mainly uh, one realtor that I'm, I'm I've been, I don't know. We've probably closed 10 or 12 deals with him in the last three or four years. You know, he keeps sending me stuff and sending me stuff and sending me stuff. And I love it because I love looking at it, but I'm sitting here thinking there's no way that should be a hundred, 130 per door because I know where that's right. located. It's, it's not getting the rent to, to you know, yeah. but, um, so that's forced me to look out different areas. Um, I th my opinion, you're doing all the right motions from what that, uh, to, to be able to find that deal. Maybe you just need to interchange the players a little bit, right? 
is, you know, yeah. look for, um, uh, talk, start talking to realtors who specialize. There's, there's actually a realtor in our area. Uh, and I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago, one of the guys in our mastermind said, Hey, you should get on his list. Right. Uh, because this is all he does is small multifamily. And, um, so, so he's that's brought- interesting. I've not used a realtor at all in, in any yeah. of my deals. And I, I have a realtor kind of that's a, an invest, uh, investor friendly realtor yeah. that was a referral. And I've used her for a few of the, um, what do they call the CMAs? Yeah. Right. Which I'm, I don't even like really getting CMAs because I found that, you know, you can't use a CMA to, to give you good comps, right? You know, yeah. it's just, it's kind of an apples and oranges thing. Um, and, but, um, that's a really good idea that I, I, I strayed away from realtors because yeah. a lot of times they want to try to sell me something off the MLS, but if I can find one that is, that is, uh, their, their focus is multifamilies. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, and they will. Right. And, and, and my experience has been, you've got to educate them, right. That six months that you're talking about of, of hustling and yeah. getting into it, finding the right one and also um, making sure they understand what you're looking for. Cause they will bring you a bunch of stuff, just like the wholesalers bring you a bunch of stuff that oh, you yeah. want to look at. Yeah. Um, but they, they will. And, and I'll tell you where I, f- I found the most success is an off market deal from a realtor. Right. So they refer to them as pocket listings, right. Yep, yep, where, yep. where they're, they've been in, in the community long enough. They know who people are. And it's one of those things where, um, I forget who says this, it's probably Cardone, but he talks about battling obscurity. Right. And there'll be months where I don't hear from them. And then if we make a transaction, like right now, I'll post a couple of times, uh, a week, and say, or a couple of times in a couple of weeks and say, look, we're under 1031 exchange clock. Here's what we're looking at. And then all of a sudden here they come flooding us with deals. Right. So I know yeah. I don't do a good enough job of keeping them close in my circle. Yep. Um, but it, it is one of those things that reminds me that those guys are out there. They're still seeing opportunities come up that may or may not work, but it's, uh, uh, you know, it is an avenue where we found our 42 unit apartment complex. We found that way. It was not listed on the MLS. Um, and then our, uh, that, that one I have with those, with our partners and then our four unit, um, that my wife and I have, we found that way as well. So it was both of those okay. were off market awesome. through realtors. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Well, I'm going to do that. That's yeah. a good piece of advice. Yeah, absolutely. Paul, um, Man, I appreciate it this morning. I've definitely been encouraged to start looking for that private money. You know, I, I'm under that 1031 exchange clock. That has been my focus right now. Matter of fact, I went and looked at a um, a car wash of all things. Uh, oh, yeah. It's well, I, you know, and and I, I talked to a guy who who hasn't had much luck with them. And uh, he, he gave me some pointers to look out. But what I've mostly figured out is it, it is a job. I don't know if I'm going to – I made an offer on it actually yesterday. We'll see what happens. But um, wow. uh, I'm looking at the cash flow quadrant right now. Mm-hmm. And the only piece of that that's missing for me is the business, right? Yeah. Uh, or yeah. self-employed, whatever you want to look at. But the rest yeah. the rest of it, I've I've got some things in motion um, and for some reason I've always wanted to own a car wash. I don't know why uh, I don't take good care of our vehicles and I'm not a big car guy, so I don't know where that yeah. comes from, but, uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll, we can talk about I, that next time. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah. In Indianapolis, there's a big car wash, these two brothers that own it and, uh, okay. they own car washes all around central Indiana and it's a job, but man, they've made a lot of money because their car washes it's the customer service and the yeah. quality of work that they do. Right. Yeah. And they've and, got it like into a science. And for the most part, it's a cash business. So I, yeah, I like cash. <laughs> yep. 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 For reporting purposes. I don't know if I need to yep. cut that out of the <laughs> recording, but uh, it is yeah. what it is. Right. So, well, yep, look, man. Yep. Uh, so you're closing on Friday. Closing on Friday. Yep. 
look forward to hearing more about that next time we chat, man. But good luck. Hopefully everything yep. goes smoothly and nothing has to get rescheduled. All right. Yeah, no problem. I uh, I have it set up. I'm going to try to meet with you every other week as Perfect. long as your calendar allows. So in two yeah. weeks, yeah, hopefully the rehab's underway and, you know, so we'll talk again. All right. Well, hopefully so. All right, cool. Paul, thanks again, buddy. I, I really did. Uh, I learned a lot from you this morning. <laughs> yeah. If it anything, was it was, and, and I know you told me that, but if anything, it was, hey, you can get your button gear because there is money out there and there's money to be made. So. Um, yeah, it's just hustle. Just it hustle. is. It yep. is. You're right. All right, buddy. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Have a good one. You too. See you.